You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. And the music means it is our time. Those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith back on the hilltop. You know, I want to know why I don't get to hear the music anymore. Oh, man. It's almost like I got to go back and listen to the show. Yeah, well, that was the plan. (laughs) (laughs) I have to listen to us like five or six times a week. So it's serve you right to Cepha, baby. Serve you right. Okay. (laughs) Still out at... uh, in Colorado. Absolutely. Having, Eagle having Springs Golf Club. Eagle Springs Golf Club. Yeah, baby. You know what I did the other day? No, oh, what? Look, it's getting thin, right? It's a seasonal club. Got a lot mm-hmm. of people transient. They're they're headed back to their warmer climates now because this club's going to close in three weeks, early October. So I only had like three lessons yesterday. So I've been looking at this mountain right across from, from where I'm teaching. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm literally looking at this thing and there's a road called bellyache ridge okay and i have not gone up it the entire year until i did it yesterday uh-huh. and then i am now kicking myself for not driving up there this entire year oh really <laughs> i'm going up there again today <laughs> it's just full of beautiful stuff aspens are on up there they're starting to turn colors mm-hmm. all the shrubs are starting to turn other colors it is unreal and then you sit at the top of this ridge and you're looking around going, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I look back down at the golf course. I look down this valley on one side. And because, of course, it's a ridge, mm-hmm. I can turn around and look down the ridge valley the other way. And I think, okay, so the people that have a house here, they just have a 360-degree house. <laughs> they can look anywhere they want and, and have the greatest view in the world. <laughs> From all sides. That's so cool. Except in, in three weeks, not only does the club close, but the snow starts, doesn't it? So pretty close. Yeah. Pretty yeah. close. I'm starting to see the the as I walk through um Vail Village and Beaver Creek Village, I'm starting to see a lot of long boxes being delivered to the ski shops. <laughs> He's jonesing for his other hobby now. I okay. Am. Hey, we've got coming up today. Uh, a lot of a lot of different stuff and kind of a mishmash, a potpourri, as Alex Trebek used to say. Um, but we're going to start out with the three words you hate to hear on the golf course. <laughs> we'll be right back. We are those weekend golf guys. If you're fed up with your credit card's high interest rates and your balances are so out of control that they never seem to go down, one call to Consolidated Credit can get the relief you need. Consolidated Credit has helped over 6 million people with credit card debt, and their certified credit counselors are ready to help you. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast without destroying your credit. The program works, and the consultation is free. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800 800- 214-3104 800-214-3104 That's 800-214-3104 Consolidated Credit Solutions Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33313 Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation Maryland DM 1492 Oregon DM 80092 Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DC83 Service may adversely affect the individual's credit Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity including legal action not a loan company 
company. And thanks for hanging. We are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. I'm at a studio. He's at a golf studio. He's teaching indoors. Is it hard to get there even in the snow or? No, no. You've got an indoor studio, point. man. Why don't they just keep keep the indoor operations going? You got a bar and an indoor training area. What more do you need? People. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Look, it, the, the place turns from golf to skiing. Yeah. And when it turns, it turns hard. The snow starts a flying and everybody starts getting their skis waxed and edges scraped and <laughs> they start getting out going, can I even fit into this thing? That, this snow suit or this, this snow outfit again. That's what they're doing. Three words you hate to hear. I know one of the, one of the three word phrases is golf course closed. Everybody in Colorado is aware of that. Are there any year round places in Colorado or anywhere close? Oh yeah. Yeah. But they're not up here in the mountains. Okay. I didn't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause Denver, like at Denver, the mountains stop, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Denver is on the high plains. Yeah. And then you just look West by like a few seconds and then you're up. I know we were driving when I was a kid, we were driving from California back home to Boston, came to a mountain pass and turned a corner and suddenly the mountains were done. And there was Denver just sprawled out in front of us on a flat plane. And it was, it was just, but it was. Yeah, uh, so, you know, I can clearly understand how Denver became a thing and that whole front range right there. Right, I just yeah. sprawled there because look, people in those covered wagons headed West, mm-hmm. they got out there and went, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's so as far as I'm right going. Right here is good enough. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> right. These horses ain't never getting up that hill. <laughs> <laughs> You know, people look at that going, no, I, I think not. <laughs> I think not. Uh, well, this is not those geography guys. This is those weekend golf guys. And uh, we were talking about three words you hate to hear. Golf course closed, of course, one of them. Uh, yeah. Ground under repair. That's another three word phrase that uh, nobody knows how. To, I mean, what do you do with ground under repair, man? Do you get. You take a drop. Yeah. But is it. I mean, I know it's no closer, but is it from, from what point of ground under repairs or from where your ball lands? It depends on how, how large yeah. a space the ground under repair is, doesn't it? Yeah. So you look at this and you go to the nearest point of relief, no closer to the hole. Okay. From where your ball is. Okay. Nearest point. It's not, it's not like club length. It's nearest relief. Okay. Nearest point of relief. And you go to that point, And since it's a free drop, you get stance and swing. Cool. Okay. There you go. See? Well, there you go, people. We were asked that the Look, other day. The rules basically say, hey, if you're going to take free relief from something, we're not going to let you stand in or on the thing that you're going to take your free right. relief from. We're going well, to make that, you move away from it. That makes perfect sense. Even if it is something that the USGA came up with, it still makes sense. There there are people out there who kept the USGA people in check to say, all right, let's do some things that still have common sense. <laughs> <laughs> they do have some common sense. No sense of humor, but the common sense. Yeah, yeah, they got a little bit of that for the most part. All right. So other things that people don't want to three words, people don't want to hear on a golf course. Uh huh. You charged me. <laughs> <laughs> right. How about it's not free. What? <laughs> What's your handicap? What's it to you? What are you a cop? Well, I think they're just trying to figure out how, how they can create a bet. Yeah, exactly. You know, a lot of people, when the people who ask what's your handicap, the first thing they're figuring out is how are they going to compete against you? Yeah. Right. So do you, do you lie? And if you do lie, do you lie on the high side or the low side? 
Do I? No, I mean, you you don't lie. You're just totally upstanding. I'm I just, just tell them, look, I don't get any strokes. Yeah, I know. Nobody lets me have any. I'll take any of them you give me. <laughs> Nobody lets me have any. So have you ever been in a situation or, or heard of a situation where, you know, you get that first tee, you've been hooked up with some people, they want to bet and you're cool with that. And they say, what's your handicap? And you go, um, 18. And they say, okay, well, we'll give you four strokes aside. And then you play to like a four. <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to get and like a you four run for your life in the, the parking head. lot at the turn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right, is that that is? Yeah. Where you go, man? I'm playing a. I've never played this well in my life, man. I don't know what's. I guess with money on the line, I concentrate more. No one's buying that. Nobody's buying that. Mm-mm. No, you can try to pedal that all you want. So, would you ever lie on the high side, on the low side, and and may, maybe try to intimidate them into not betting with you? you know? Yeah, I hadn't. Oh, I'm scratch, that. man. I'm scratch. <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, uh, but then, then you got to play like scratch. And after that, yeah, they're gonna ask for strokes. So you I yourself. just tell people what it is. Yeah, you know, and if they want to get in, you know, I, I don't really care about the bet. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's 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 not a thing in my world. It's not a thing in my head. I don't care. The other three words I I, I hate to hear are still your shot, especially when it's on the green. Yeah. Still your turn. Still your turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's no fun. Right. How yeah. about this one? No Bev cart. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that would be. <laughs> That's. Uh, it's still summer. No Bev yeah. cart. What? No Bev cart. Or where's yeah, the Bev cart? Nobody likes that one. No, not at all. And uh, we'll cut this out. But what was the three ones? The, the three that started this topic that we um, golf course closed? No, the the one that we were talking about before we started recording. Oh yeah, carts on the path. Oh yeah, that's it. Carts on path. Yeah, everybody hates that one. And and the three that really, I mean, sometimes I've known guys to to go home when they've seen this one. You ready? Cart path only. Hmm. I mean that's. For some of us, that actually makes golf exercise. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> For you folks out there that are exercise averse, this is a pretty <laughs> lackadaisical version of exercise, let me tell you. Because those of you who have that mentality, you're also not hustling to your ball. Right. You're somewhat strolling to your ball and back. Yeah. But it does not, not only is it a hassle, not only does it take longer because you have to walk to your ball and back and, but there are things that people don't do when it's cart path only that they should do when it's cart path only. And I think it, it bears, it bears a segment on its own to, uh, to, to try to educate the people who don't do it correctly. Because that's 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 what most of us say. Card path only. It takes a lot longer, and it's not as comfortable because usually card path only is because of rain. It's because the course is wet. Yeah. So if it's too wet for a cart, it's also going to slosh with your shoes. 
usually the case, right? Yeah. I and think you got- it's funny when some golf courses will make cart path only signs and then you're out there early in the morning and it's cart path only on a certain hole mm-hmm. and the maintenance equipment's out there. Oh yeah. Just doing their stuff, running up and down. And you're like, yeah, okay. This yeah. is a hard, this is a hard pill to swallow right now. <laughs> yes. So right. how do you attack cart path only? How do you uh, make it work? Well, one is bring some towels with you because you're going to have, I, I'll tell you why to bring towels with you, but we don't have time to get into the reason here now. So we will just throw that out, get some extra towels, mm-hmm. and then hang out through the break. And when we come back, we will explain to you why you need those towels specifically. I hate it when words flit from my my brain and I can't think of them. I know, because you're like the word guy. I know, man. Those weekend word guys, that's you. It's getting scary. All right. So, so about three three more words. Okay. That people hate. Uh-huh. Out of beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if the sign says out of beer, you might as well just put up the one that says golf course closed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cart path only. How do you yeah. attack that? Specific things you should do to help not only yourself, but the guys behind you. And we'll talk about it when we come back. We are those weekend golf guys. Do you use golf for your business? Should you use golf for your business? Would you like to use golf for your business? Back Nine Advisory Board on Facebook. Go there. It's absolutely free. Join now. If you love finding those hidden gems for a golf getaway, we have your next great discovery, French Lick Resort. Their Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses have been ranked number one and two in Indiana for 11 years in a row by Golf Week. Plus, you can hit the casino for the sports book and live dealer table games. There is a ton of ways to play here. Go to FrenchLick.com to get started on a getaway of your own. Think French Lick for your next road trip. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-705-4051. That's 800-705. 4051 again 800 705 4051 and thanks for hanging we are those weekend golf guys three words that we always hate to hear and cart path only probably number one on the list because it it opens up a whole new series of of really techniques that you should employ to get around the course efficiently one being Extra towels, because we said the reason for it most of the time is because the course is wet, really wet. So wet that they're afraid carts will leave gouges, irreparable gouges in their fairway. <laughs> of course, their tractors don't, but their golf cart might. You bring extra towels because you're going to have to bring extra clubs. Even Mr. Rangefinder guy, all right, he's going to pull up close to where his ball is at on a vertical line and shoot the green from where the cart is. 
but that's not going to give them an accurate yardage because the angles are so different. Yes. But it will give you range of yardage. So what you should do is take not one, but maybe two or three clubs with you when you walk to the ball. So you will not get to the ball and realize I don't have the right club. All right. So I know that people are listening to the show right now. Some of you have a golf club in your hand. How heavy is it? Because you could take a handful of them with you to and from your ball to decide not only what distance you're going to play, what sh- you know, based on the shot, but the type of shot you need to play because maybe wind is going to kick up. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, that third club that you took, okay, I got one, I'm guessing on distance. And John, you so smartly said, let's take three. You know, mm-hmm. here's the distance that we think. Here's one below it. Here's one above it. How right. about another one in case the wind kicks up? Okay. They're yeah. not heavy. Take them with you. You know, I've even carried my bag from my cart down to where my ball was in the middle of the fairway because the cart path was way over there. <laughs> and I still hadn't made my decision yet. So at times, I'll even take the bag. It's easier yeah. to carry. It's yeah. not that heavy, folks. I promise you, it's not. John, let's say you and I are playing together. And sometimes you're at your ball, and then I want to go to my ball to speed up play, but yet it's 35 yards up. I don't want to wait for you to go do your thing and go to the ball, hit your ball, come back to the cart, drive me 35 yards in front, and then for me to do the same thing. No, no. no. That's where I'm taking my bag off, and, and I'm walking, walking up, up to my ball. Yeah. So as soon as your ball strikes, I'm hoofing it down the fairway to my ball, and then I walk back. In the time that I'm walking to my ball, you can have fixed your divot, put sand in it, whatever, gone back to the golf cart and driven mm-hmm. up to where you're going to pick me up. Or right. in fact, because my ball is going to be on the green, you just might drive all the way to the green because I might, <laughs> you know, it might be faster for me to walk to the green than it is back to the golf cart. <laughs> this is one of the things that rankles me about how people choose to play when carts are on the path. They're not very efficient with time and they just slow everything up because they don't have any idea how to play. Right. When I get out of the cart, John, and I carry my bag, it's not simply because I'm irritated with you. (laughs) I mean, there is that, but then. (laughs) Right. It's not only that. (laughs) It's, it's, (laughs) it's the fact that it's not like I want to go out for a stomp either. Right. (laughs) No, it's all right. I got this, John. Thanks. You take the cart and you go as far away from me as I can see. I don't want to see you till the next hole. And hopefully I will calm down by the time I get there. It isn't that. It's not because your jokes are bad. It's not. It's not. Oh, no, it's not. No. No. (laughs) I know that. Not. (laughs) So it's it's the whole, the reality of pace of play. What can you do to play faster when carts are on the path, when you've got two people in a cart and the slowest possible scenario is what we just laid out. John goes and gets, drives up to where his ball is adjacent to his ball, determines the yardage, grabs one club, gets down to his ball, realizes it's not the right club, yells up to me, can you throw me my five wood? And then I can do that. I have good aim. <laughs> and, and then you yell back up from the ferry. No, no, no. Throw it to me (laughs) not at me and then the toss gets a little bit gentler but it still gets to you and Mm. then you hit your ball and it took a lot of time let's take enough club folks so you don't have to beg for the other clubs and you sure don't have to walk back and forth to the cart and you sure don't have to go through this process each and every stinking golf shot with every stinking golfer and and when you see people in front of you do that I mean, you just go, oh, come on, man. 
because it yeah. happens so often, especially with older guys for some reason. I don't know why. That's why you want to bring extra towels too, because you you don't you don't want the grips of your club laying there in the wet ground. No. Okay. So um, I have a tendency. I pull out my divot fix tool on mm-hmm. that, put it in the ground, prop the club up, and then lay the other clubs on top of that club. Oh, that's cool. And that keeps the grips dry too. Unless, of course, it's actually raining, in which case I do want the towel. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And wrap it like a mummy around everything mm-hmm. there. Are there any quick techniques uh, on, on swinging that you can throw? Because one of the worst things in the world is, for some reason, when it's wet especially, <laughs> you tend to hit things fat. Yeah. The first thing I do is make sure my ball is not anywhere back of center. Okay. Because that's a steeper <laughs> angle of attack. Right. I move the ball a bit more forward. I get a little sweepy. So the club comes in a bit more shallow and skimmy. Mm-hmm. Right. Skimmy, you know, skim milk, yep. skim skimmy, yep. kind of skimmy, yep. right? Yep. Not skinny, right? But skimmy. And, you know, I sweep it off the wet turf. But I also do one thing that's really important. Here we have gooey, soft, wet, sloppy, mushy, about to make my pants filthy kind Mm -hmm. of grass, right? Right. I check the length of my shaft so I grip it last because I only want the length of shaft that will just barely get below the golf ball, not one that will be too long and then stick it in the ground and get a face full of mud when you go in the fairway. And you do that by adjusting your grip? I just slide my hands down the mm-hmm. club just a little bit. I get it so that I've got my posture first. Okay. I let the club sit on the ground and then I make the connection at full arm extension. Okay. So that way I know I've got just enough shaft to get to the bottom of the ball, not too much shaft. And then I could get too much below the ball and hit myself a fat shot that ruins my pants. That puts mud in my face. That also. Um, create some more math that you have to do in your head because choking up on the club is going to affect the distance that that club goes. So here's a tendency. So in soft surfaces, like say fairway bunkers, we have the same discussion in fairway bunkers. Mm -hmm. You've always heard, take one extra club if you're in the fairway bunker. Right. Okay, so there's a couple reasons. One, you may hit a little fat, mm-hmm. right? Deep because you don't, because you can't really adjust the shaft length in the way that I just mentioned because you're not allowed to touch sand. Right. Right. But in sand and in these gooey fairways that we're now describing, the ground underneath you is soft, which means your swing will not have as much power because when we move, we push into the ground as a as a base of stability we push against that ground to propel ourselves in athletic movement right and when the ground gives way the force that we're putting into the ground kind of gets absorbed by the ground Mm -hmm. and doesn't come back to us so we can't push and propel ourselves nearly as much so not only are we checking shaft length to not hit it fat since we're gripping down on it, the brain says, okay, probably got to take one more club. But the real reason you're probably going to take more, one more club is because you will not generate as much force. Gotcha. And at the same time, you might not hit it as flush. Combination so, of those two things equals more club. Yeah. 
Yeah, the physics are totally different in wet ground on wet ground. Yeah, yeah. completely. completely. Uh, one club should be enough. You, well, uh, again, bring uh, bring clubs with you. That's why I said I'm, they're not heavy, folks. No, bring and extras. you also you also know you're not going to get as much roll or as much carry. Nope. In on in wet conditions, so if it's if you hit a bounce cl- on the green as much, yeah, if you hit hitting a club that you think normally would put it over the green. Well, it's probably not because you're not going to get that roll when it hits the green. You're not going to get that roll if it hits the ground before the green or as, as much roll. So, yes, more club, please. More club. Leave yep. the ego in the cart. Take an extra club instead. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have uh, this habit of um, I have this habit on the when I when I'm working with players uh, on the golf course, mm-hmm. and Early in the round, I play this way, and I talk to him about this. How many balls have you hit before you went and played? And usually the answer is none mm-hmm. to only a few. Right. So it tells me your body's not revved up yet. Yeah. How about overclubbing until overclubbing gets you in trouble long? Right. Because, look, I know that I don't hit it flush early in the round unless I've hit a bunch of balls mm-hmm. beforehand. So instead of thinking, well, I always hit my nine iron 145 yards in the air. Maybe earlier in the round, maybe you don't. Maybe you ought to adapt to yeah. the situation. Kind of like in those soft fairways. Instead of thinking, well, I'm 145 yards out, I got to hit my nine iron. Well, it's a wet condition. It's not going to go 145 yards. It's another one of those conditions when you're playing and it's early on the round of golf and you haven't hit enough balls yet to make sure that does go 145 yards. Yeah. You may want to think a little bit about that, folks. When I take people to the golf course and I get them to play better golf, a lot of times I'm getting them to take the club that will actually get the job done. And they look at me like, wait a minute. Without saying it, you just called me dumb. <laughs> I said, well, no. I'm yeah. Not. <laughs> Depends on who it is. <laughs> some of them are just flat out called dumb. <laughs> you know. And some there's five or six U's in that too. So yeah, over club. That's another, an- another uh, element to playing uh, where it says cart path only or in, for any wet condition. Sometimes it gets wet enough where they still let you drive on the fairway, but it's, the condition's going to affect your shot. We've got more. We're coming right back. Hang with us. We're on those weekend golf guys. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys, facebook.com slash golf guys. Sometimes life is wonderful and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. 
If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is $35,000 or more, give us a call at 800-870-4686. That's 800-870-4686. And it's, uh, it's us, So we Can Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Top 100 teacher, by the way. Uh, three more weeks, and then it's back home to Indiana, huh? Uh, my home's there. My wife is there. My dog is there. My daughter's there. My, mm-hmm. you know, going back to Timbergate and all my clients there are great. But man, it's going to be hard to leave these beautiful mountains. You know, it's it's funny. I was driving from here in Louisville, beginning of the week, over to uh, Evansville, Indiana, which is uh-huh. like twenty five miles from the end of Indiana, um, along yeah. the southern um, bottom part of the state. End of Indiana. Yeah, the end. The, the end of the earth. And it was funny because most of the hills in Indiana are are nothing more than refuse from a glacier. The southernmost tip of where the last ice age ended, the glaciers, and uh, when they receded, they left all this crap that they had pushed down from Canada. And so it's all Canadian rocks and stuff that makes Indiana hilly in southern Indiana. But about, well, right after the the booming metropolis of Santa Claus, Indiana... <laughs> suddenly the hills disappear and it's nothing you can see like forever it's flat straight and when you get to evansville man i mean i played golf at a very nice links style golf course i think the maximum elevation was about 25 feet it was pretty <laughs> darn flat mm-hmm but I did play when, well. I was, I was playing in a flat golf courses get wet. They stay, they stay wet. And they had had, and this is why I brought this up because they had had an inch and a half of rain from midnight Sunday night to uh, about 10 o'clock Monday morning. Ooh. And we teed off in bright sunshine at noon, but it was, you know, every time you walked, right. Did you have to practice that? No, yeah. that sound of, Squishing and like your shoes about being sucked off your feet when you pulled them, pulled them out of the muck. Yeah, it comes naturally. Uh, <laughs> but that's this is where the the whole topic of cart path only came up because so few people, the guys I was playing with, would bring one club, and you know, and I bring three, and they go, "Man, that's a good idea." And I went, "Yeah, Jeff Smith taught me." So you know, da-da-da. but a few other things that you taught me, man, and I want to I want to brag on myself just a little bit because it's it's. 100% because of you. Oh boy. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I missed two greens all round two greens. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. And, and ironically, they were both part threes. <laughs> but you, Mr. Ball control. What'd you do? Hit him long? Uh, no, I, I hit him a little bit to the right, hmm. but for the most part, man, I mean, and they were like, <laughs> okay, well, we don't have to worry about this because, and they they made me go last <laughs> because right they knew that I'd get there. Um, there but I mean, just okay, potluck goes first, the steady guy goes last. <laughs> it's it's just that that pre shot routine, man. The, I mean, when you taught me how where to put the ball, how to stand, how to make sure your club face is in the right position, when you do all that. You hit the ball straight. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Because I gave you a, a pretty good grip and understanding of your golf swing 
and uh, good ball position. Yep. It's crazy how that works. Isn't yeah. It? And I was the only other, only one too, who uh, hit my fairway woods consistently straight and long. You know, I always had the problem of, of, you know, either pulling it to the left or shoving it to the right or topping it or chunking it or, right. you know, but again, proper position because the ball position is different from a fairway wood than it is from your irons. And right. um, I, I made those adjustments and now, man, I'm just killing them. Five wood, three wood, bam. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ooh. great. So. I just want to extol the virtues of one Mr. Jeff Smith. You may want to check out jeffsmithgolfinstruction.com if you want to be able to play like that and get invited to scrambles <laughs> and be made to, <laughs> to play last. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a couple things when you go to play in scrambles or when you're just playing golf. So let's, let's think about a couple of things. These, this goes back to what I mentioned earlier and we're talking about carts on the path and we're talking about pet peeves. Here's a pet peeve of mine that is something that every player ought to know, especially those listening to the show who primarily are playing in scrambles. They don't play a lot of golf. I'm going to say this as nicely as I could possibly say it. Okay. When you're near the greens and tees, please, for the love of everything that is sacred and holy, keep your stinking cart path or carts on the path. <laughs> Those pull people, too close to the green. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to say it. Those people who think that it's a good idea to pull two wheels off the path and onto the side of the path every single chance they get are ruining the golf course around the tees and around the greens because they think, oh, on the off chance that some other cart will come and need to pass me. They're doing it for 18 holes on 18 greens and 18 um, tee box areas. Mm -hmm. They're going to tear up that grass on the sheer odds that someone may need to pass them once in a while on the golf course if their carts are on the path. So, Think of how many times that particular one guy driving his golf cart plays over the course of a year. Now, multiply that over the number of people on the golf course that watch him do this lunacy. <laughs> and then they begin to do it as well. And people wonder why a lot of these public golf courses are not in as good a shape as they can be. And people go, yeah, they're always torn up. People with what they do with their golf carts are having a lot to do with that. Yeah. So please. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one show we should just go over golf etiquette from top to bottom for beginning golfers. It's a good idea because it's, it is intimidating. There's a lot of things that are tradition that when you first start playing, you have no idea about. Yeah. So we will do that in a, in an upcoming show. We'll let you know. But, uh, I mean, there are certain things, even where do you, do some, some clubs have bag drops, some don't, you know, do you park and schlep your bag to the clubhouse or do you drop it off and then go park? Do you get a ride from your car into the clubhouse or do you walk it? You know, that kind of yeah. stuff. 
So we will uh, we will deal with all of that. But um, but yeah, playing in scrambles though is is it's almost a different game. Because mm-hmm. you know it's it's four four balls, but three of them won't count. So uh, you know it's it's a grip it and rip it kind of time. You know as long as you know, got one in the fairway, so go for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So that's the kind of thing that we talk about. We're like, okay, when you're out there playing in your scrambles and it's your turn, let's just think, don't listen to somebody else and go, okay, just do this. All we need is this. Just put your ball over there. Just go hit a good golf shot to the most obvious, safe, smart place to be. Mm-hmm. And this whole when you're playing in scrambles thing about everybody watching each other's putts doesn't work, folks. <laughs> What'd this one do? All right, John, you get up first and you show us the line. Yeah. And then we'll take a shot at it. And nobody ever makes those other ones because they don't even understand the speed. They're trying to figure out what your ball just did. And then they never figure out the speed. And it's always this and it's always that. Oh, I left it short. <laughs> <laughs> never up, never in. Yeah, you know, and you hear stuff like that, and you're like, "Oh, please, <laughs> folks!" When you're out there and you're you're trying to make the putt, if there's an obvious break, pay attention to it, but try to get the speed right on the putts, because literally the closest one to the hole is the one you're going to have next. If it gets a chance to go in because it was the right speed, that's great, but if you have the wrong speed. You might think you've got the right line, but when it's six feet past because you ripped it past there mm-hmm. or you left it a foot short, you haven't helped anybody. So just try to stop the ball at the hole. Yeah. And that's and that's another thing that uh, you have counseled and and uh, teached me well, because um, that's what I was doing. Because I, 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 I've mentioned this on the show multiple times already, but but I I putt for a two putt every time. You know, I'd love to have birdies on the card all over the place. That's the only way I'm going to break 80, but I don't putt for birdies because then you make mistakes like getting the speed wrong, like sending the ball six, eight feet past and having a tough putt coming back. I just try to get it within two feet so that even I can make the putt on the way back. And that's what I was doing in the scramble. And I was always going first again. It was the, you know, show us the line thing, but I was always going first because I was the one that could get the speed correct. And my, my ball was always very close to the hole within two, three feet max. And the other guys were, you know, going past that. We had one guy who was, I I think what he was trying to do is hit it hard enough so that break did not come into play. You know, there there's, there's this thought that people have in putting that makes me nuts. (laughs) I'm going to try to make this one, John. Watch mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Here it is. I'm going to try to make this one, folks. When they make the announcement, you just know that they're about to hit it about five feet past the hole. Because <laughs> right. somehow, some way, they think that hitting it harder is going to make the hole larger. Yeah. <laughs> I can hit it so hard that my ball just shrinks to the size of a pea. <laughs> and that <laughs> hole is a gigantic bucket now. <laughs> And the opposite is true. You know, a couple of times I've noticed putts, people that have 
an innate, excuse me, an innate ability to read greens quite well and know what the break's going to be. I mean, the guys go, yeah, it's, it's a half a cup to the right aim out there. And, you know, and that's, you know, the break is right. And you watch the ball, but they can't get their speed right. And they hit it so hard that, yeah, they hit it right at the cup. It broke right where it was supposed to bounce right over the cup. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, and folks, just kept going, you know, just a reminder to everybody. There is no backboard. That's right. There's no, bl- there's no black hole sucking balls into it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you're going to make a putt, my God, you're going to have to have the right speed. Yeah. Speed is, is, is even more important than aim actually. Um, there's a bigger not. window when the speed's good. Yeah. But when the, the faster the ball goes, the window of make is getting really, really small. Yeah. Teeny and tiny. Yeah. 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 You know, slow moving balls near the hole lip in. Yeah. <laughs> they don't lip out. <laughs> Just saying. Words to live by, man. Yep. Just saying. But so, that guy that just says, I'm going to make, watch this. I'm going to make this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the same guy who goes, Hey, y'all watch this. And that's where you see him dead. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the three words that most, that will most, uh, <laughs> announce a bad accident about to happen hey y'all watch Watch this this. (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right so basically i mean this this is the if you take nothing away from this morning uh this is the one operative consideration we want you to have card path only walk to your ball multiple clubs yes the one you think one lower and one higher and probably club up yes. every time, okay? There's not going to be a test. We want you to remember this. It's for your own good. Hang out with us. we got more, and we will be right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Do you use golf for your business? Should you use golf for your business? Would you like to use golf for your business? Back Nine Advisory Board on Facebook. Go there. It's absolutely free. Join now. If you're like me, you've been hearing a lot about burials and cremation lately. It's kind of a sad thought, but thousands of these poor souls have to be stored in these big refrigerator trucks, waiting sometimes weeks before they can be put to rest. And then and then the average funeral cost is over ten grand. I don't have that kind of money just lying around, do you? Everyone has the right to die with dignity, and an affordable burial policy can be had for as little as a dollar a day. Call Final Expense Network for a free quote. They shop for affordable rates from brand name companies, folks you've heard of. One call and you get coverage to finish well. You can even name your church as a beneficiary. Come on, you have loved ones. Don't leave them at the last hour of their need. Call now, 800-589-0470. That's the Final Expense Network at 800-589-0470. Finish well. Make a quick call to 800-589-0470. 800 589 0470. All right, I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, top 100 teacher, hanging out in Colorado, Eagle Spring Golf Club, uh, Walkett, Colorado, right? I get the name. That's right. Taking me a whole summer to remember it, and now you're leaving. Enjoy the crisp mountain air. Um, you know, it's still 70 plus degrees today. It's perfect. It is that that is perfect weather for golf. Mm-hmm. We have had some of those days. This this summer has been relatively cool. I think at least here it has been. We have not had hundred degree plus days 
in, in this area, in the Ohio Valley uh, at all this summer. We've had some where the heat index got up that high, but the temperature itself did not get up that high. So yeah. you can have all that humidity all uh, to yourself. Thanks. Yeah. The Ohio River Valley. <laughs> so, yeah. Three words. Still your shot. Yeah. You don't want to hear that. Yeah. But the ones that you really hate are cart path only. And it, you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by the dollar sign. Yeah. Let's settle up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. So anyhow, that's that's what you want to do. Uh, you want to you want to basically play almost a different game. Just carry more clubs with you because you don't want to have to walk back and forth. Don't slow up the people behind you. Just walk with a purpose and don't hang out in the cart waiting for this guy to hit his. And then you go 20 feet, uh, 20 yards up the, and then hit yours. Uh, take what you want. If you have to carry the whole bag, like Jeff does carry the whole bag, like Jeff does just walk up to your ball, be ready, ready golf. Even if you have to slosh through it. No kidding. Three words you, you do want to hear at the golf course, play ready golf. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or play it forward. Mm-hmm. That's a great excuse too. And or don't worry about dog. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about how old you are. Tees are not designed for age. Tees are designed for ability. If you've got more than a seven iron into your green on a par four or more than 150 yards, whatever iron that is you hit, then move up a tee. Okay. That's hey, all hey, we're saying. Whoa, about whoa, whoa, that. wait a minute. I'm what? still using that. I'm a senior thing now. Okay. Okay. I'm still using it. I know you're using it. Oh, I've used it, yeah, as soon as my hair started turning gray. Yeah, right. That was <laughs> when you were 12. <laughs> Just after the first daughter was born. That's when the hair started turning gray. All right, guys. Uh, so, cart path only. Don't be intimidated. Don't go home. Bring an umbrella. Bring an old pair of pants. Wear your older shoes. And just play some golf. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.